Hello and welcome to the Wonky Gamer Podcast, episode 19, Switch Simulator 2017. I'm Steph, and here is Rame. Hello. Monsieur Lefebvre. Very quiet. <laughs> there you go. There is Monsieur Lefebvre. Oh, I'm... Ah, uh, and, bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, uh, and, uh, fish. But, <coughs> Mr. Dead Reckoning as well. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a very good uh, start to the new year. Uh, right, gaming news. Boom, Elite Dangerous will add a Carrie Fisher tribute station in a 2.3 update. OMG. So, it's basically, if anyone's heard of Elite Dangerous, really cool kind of space game that's... It's like Star Citizen, but it actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually looking and, to make um, a sabbatical as soon as humanly possible, but um, I have no idea where I am now in the game, nor what direction that would be in, and what kind of ship I'd need to get there. Because I had enough trouble getting to Pratchett's <laughs> disc last time, and going all the way over to wherever Fisher's Rest is, and by gum, I will fucking make it, I swear. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, that that might take a bit. Have you, <laughs> have you been to Leonard Nimoy's station? Uh, no, it's uh, you see, I've I've got a sneaking suspicion I'm going to need a few players to join me because there's been a fair bit happened since I last got onto Elite Dangerous. So I that's may good because I might men. I might join you because <laughs> I've I've got Elite Dangerous, but I haven't played it for a while. Yeah, you won't be able to on your PC. PC. Then. Ah, well, in two, two Ah, I've been thinking about getting it, but it probably weeks. won't work on mine. Oh, I've got some other news about Elite Dangerous, actually, that I don't <coughs> know if anyone picked up on. Um, <coughs> a YouTuber met um, the first alien ship. Oh, right. Oh. Like, yeah, and a few people have met it, and it's this weird thing. Like, he was getting chased by, like, a... A pirate, and he went into whatever they call it, warp or whatever they call it right. in the game, and then he gets like knocked out of it completely, which doesn't normally happen. Um, like seriously knocked out of it, and then this massive star-like ship comes up to him and shines a shining light in his like screen, and this whole ship isn't working. Like all the power goes off, and this starship thing, literally a star-shaped ship that is also a starship, mm. ironically shines a sparkly light and then like he gets his power back and the star starship like flies off to somewhere turn 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 so that's kind of cool because like a player found it and I think they're expanding on the idea of these evil well, aliens if they're here's going to be the question of course they are because then of course you're going to get the th uh, Thanagonians uh, Thargonians Thargoids Sugar. the bull well not quite they're a mysterious alien race that appeared in the original games so if we're having our first encounter with alien life, it's likely to be them. And they don't come from around here. Holy moly. Where are they from? Where are they from? I don't know. Or maybe I do, and I'm not telling. Because spoilers! <laughs> oh. <Pants. laughs> what did you do, Ray? Luckily, I can cut it at spoilers. That was good timing for that, though. 
the stream. Hello, Is it still recording? No, it's not recording. Shit. Bum holes. I'm hoping it fucking saved that. Uh, fuck. What? At 19, yeah, it did crash save it. What, why it fall over? Uh, yes. Die, Frankenstein. Well, only hope. Kids. Rowie, could you? Oh no, you can't. Doesn't matter. Can I what now? Are you? You're on your phone at the moment, aren't you? Who me? Yeah. No. No. You're in, right. Can you? Could you back this up? How so? Just record on Teamspeak as well. Uh, no, that's not going to work. Uh, yes, record on Teams. No, that's not going to work. I record. Doesn't matter. Records all four. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It should hold together. <coughs> hold. Can you guys hear me alright, by the way? Yes, I can hear you alright. Mm -hmm. Cool. I can now. If you were saying stuff before, I was just ignoring you because I'm rude like that. <laughs> Look, man, don't cross the streams of William Watt in reality. <laughs> right. Uh, Ferg's last words were. Oh my god. Oh my spoilers. god. It's real. Life is real. No, it's not. Reality now in 3D. <laughs> right. No. Moving on. Are we ready? Yes. yes. So, so I well, I think I think we've pretty much done that bit anyway, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just like go on to Final Fantasy VII. Not coming out in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right, it's all right. I wasn't going to play it last year either. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm going in. Ready? Go for it. And in other news, Final Fantasy VII Remake is apparently not coming, probably not coming, this year. Um, Why? Tetsuya, well, Tetsuya Nomura, who's been directing Final Fantasy VII Remaster and Kingdom Hearts 3, um, basically said... <clears throat> Sorry, I've got a little weird chesty thing going on. We're making steady progress on its production. While we're indeed working on it, I think we'll have you guys wait a little longer for both Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, it does sound like it won't be coming out this year. It, it might do. You never know. Is this pro possibly because Final, Final Fantasy XV actually did well? Well, it's a bit weird, because Final Fantasy XV, they are... Like, I would actually recommend people hold off playing it at the moment, because they're going to add a shit ton of story content into the main game, and more cutscenes, and oh, more really? background. Or maybe yeah, they've so actually like... spent it on an even bigger bag of smack, and they're... No, just... well, they're, they're... <laughs> it's done really, really well. Would, it's, it's done really well. Of course For it all is, your it's just going to be late. Like... Yeah, Final Fantasy VII, again. Call, That's the one you're waiting for the most, isn't it, oh. Dad? Oh, definitely. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Is there a... Yeah, because, I mean, this time you might actually get to finish it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> too soon? So mm. it's only 20 years ago. Yeah, it's not likely I know, right? play it again. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. Would you yeah. do it? Would you get it so you could play it again so you could finally finish it? No. I think Dead should no, be a streamer. No, I wouldn't waste yeah, my no. money. No! Just... Uh, 
And we could all Swearing watch it. Wow, really? You're not going to go back and conquer that mountain? Come on, it's Final Fantasy VII. Even I got round to finally finishing that piece of shit. Are you going to play the remaster, Ferg? No. <laughs> I am. I think I'm going to play it. Because I've already played the game. I don't need, like, new cutscenes and all the rest of it. I've heard the story, I don't care. I don't actually much So you're not one of these the people like me who was, like, almost crying when they heard it was being remastered? <laughs> no, no. I'm... I was like, would, my childhood. Would you like a tissue? Totally totally epic. Epic. Would you like a tissue in a brand new pink handbag, you massive... Yes, please. <laughs> I look very fetching with a pink handbag. Yeah. I'll have you know. Is that on the Sunday night? Anyway. Yeah, Wendy? it's... Not Wendy. Urshabet. <laughs> That is an incredible image. It's very <laughs> unlikely that I'm ever going to touch Final Fantasy 7 again. Ever. That's, that's some pain In any right way, there. shape or form. Have you, I just, have you considered counselling? You must have loved that game to be this upset about it. I think you love Final Fantasy so much that you just can't bear to go through that trauma again. Oh, are you suggesting oh, that yeah, this is yeah, sort of PTSD because she dies? Yeah. Spoiler! Sorry! Sorry, what? spoiler! <laughs> no! No! I, I had a friend that once played like 200-odd hours of the game because he was convinced there was a way he could save the flower girl. There was meant to be a way to do it. Um, originally, <laughs> I think they, 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 they had a plan for it because they, they had these little toy soldiers that you could collect... Um, and I think there was some idea that if you got all of those, and there wasn't actually all of them in the game when it was released or ever after, but yeah. there was this idea that maybe you could that they were looking at a way to bring her back, but they never added it in. I mean, it was <laughs> no, but it was so well done because like it made I've never seen a death dealt with so well in a game where they get you to level this character up for a third of the game with you thinking, yeah, she's going to be part of my team the whole way through. I'll level her up. She's even got like four limit breaks or eight limit breaks or whatever like she's got a whole like progression path Absolutely for her to go up to nails. level 100 and then like they just kill oh, her and you're like well oh, now it all makes perfect sense <laughs> George R. R. Martin played Final Fantasy 7 lost <laughs> Yaris and went oh my god I can't take it and decided to write a series of books about murdering people even though there was a That's perfectly exactly good story happens. waiting to happen yeah, there you go. Oh, by the way, sorry, spoilers. You, you heard it here, fo you heard it here fo first, folks. George R. R. Martin's entire plot based on the death of in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Never got over it. That's it. That's. I mean, Dad didn't even get over it. He won't even play the game again. <laughs> and he won't even buy Sony products because he's so upset about it. So. I have a <laughs> hatred of Sony. <laughs> The same way that there are people out there that have a hatred of Microsoft. And Christian. I like Microsoft. I just, I, I just don't like. I don't understand why everyone's got to fight. Why can't everyone just hug and be? Says the guy with like, an iPhone. Just... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I have an iPhone. I have a Windows PC. I have a PlayStation. I span the genres. I am a into the multiculturalism of technology, unlike you racists. I, I just like all the shiny. <laughs> I, ha I have access to a PlayStation, I just can't be bothered with it. <laughs> I need none of these well, other gimmicks. I have a PC <laughs> that works. I want them all. I'm honest, I've spent <laughs> more time on PC recently than I have on 
uh, Xbox. I just want everyone to get along. Yeah, tell anyway, to speaking wobble. of <laughs> speaking of how great Xbox is and how they basically have just got a PC game that came out 20 years ago, Kerbal Space Program has managed to get itself ported to Xbox One 20 years after the release on Steam. Actual rocket science in a game. £31.99. 20 years. I know, but no, I'm over-exaggerating I'm being a cunt. <laughs> you know, for a fact. <laughs> yeah. Still a good oh. game. Being one of them. Oh, right. Yeah. It's an amazing game. You're completely right. And, and I think it's worth pointing out that they released an early demo. They had a demo out there from pretty much the word go, introducing the, you uh, know, the concept of the game, which, by and large, looks so, fantastic. Unfortunately, I couldn't really get... Oh, so you're so not a rocket scientist. What's the I whole point to... of the game? Building oh. rockets and launching them into space, and not killing the well, occupants. And then? Yeah, no, like, I can see home. why Dead likes it, and I actually... Well, no, no, I, I, I can see why Dead likes it because he likes kind of like building stuff, things like that. But also, I I am quite into it. Maybe for kind of maybe a similar reason actually, because I'm normally quite different to Dead on the games I like. But I really like Kerbal because, like, I mean, I kind of cheat and watch YouTube videos on how to do it because it's so hard because I'm a spaz. But uh, I shouldn't use that word on a podcast. That's awful. Um, however. <laughs> Well anyway. done. Congratulations. Carry on. My god, I'm an awful human being. Yeah. Um <laughs> Kerbal Kerbal Space Pro Yeah. Kerbal yeah, Space Right. I play League of Legends, it's true. <laughs> right. Anyway, um the really cool thing about it is that you set your own challenges. So like the idea of getting into the atmosphere around a planet and floating yeah. around the planet is like, oh like I'd really like to do that, and then you achieve that, and you're like, wow, I've actually got off the planet and into the atmosphere, that's, that's amazing, that's kind of cool, like I'm floating around the planet, and then it's like, well, I want to get to the moon now, and then you like, try and work that out, and you watch yeah, YouTube I'm, videos, because, you know. I'm having issues with going from one orbit, transitioning into another. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, uh, been, that's, there, that's the part I'm actually really quite interested in the game, is the uh, astrophysics Essentially, it, from what I can tell, is pretty accurate. Is from what I can gather, pretty damn good. The idea is that so, every yeah. sing, everything has mass in the game, and you are traveling quite literally in three-dimensional uh, zero gravity, apart from when you enter a gravitational well, which is effectively always, but that's not the point. There is technically no such thing I as think, zero gravity. I, I think it's not, completely, yeah. it's not completely in line with rocket science, but it is... It is. It's pretty really close. Say so, yeah, as good a like, simulator as you're going involved. to get on the market. Yeah. So if I master Kerbal Space Program, then I can expect a phone call from yeah. NASA. Probably. Right, Do it. Good. Seriously. No. I mean, it's being used in 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 schools. I think in it. Oh yeah, I and, think it's part uh, of an educational program. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's I think a it good is. idea. Just give. I, I mean, like it's the, the kind idea of thing. Of that. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's things like that that are really good for, for, for getting kids more into science, like, especially physics. Yeah. Because physics, you know, it, it GCSE level in, in the UK is, is taught like the most boring thing in the universe. And then you watch a bit of Brian Cox as an adult, or play a bit of Kerbal Space Program, you go, oh, this, Shit, this I is totally all right, this vote. physics business. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn, why aren't I a mathematician? Damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> 
Exactly, that was my Because point. I was always led to believe that becoming a mathematician led to becoming an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want that. Or a teacher. No, well, yes, but, you know, let's not judge. <laughs> so it's alright to judge it being a mathematician, but I'd, I'd hate to be a teacher. It's really hard work. Too hard. Too hard. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Warhammer End Times Vermintide has released Karak Asgaras and the VR Heroes Trial Short. Try say that with a little less phlegm. <laughs> <sighs> I'm smoking my liquid e cigarette thing. It's ah, right. me out. Karak Asgaras. Asgaras. Karak Basically, dwarvish. It's along the, uh, the, the basically the largest hill range in the uh, in the game. And is also the home of the most ancient dwarven mines, or at least, you know, among the most ancient. You know, they'll always find more ancient dwarven mines, right? But either way, this is one of their deep, dark recesses. And the idea is that you <laughs> take on your VR spectacles and get busy with some nasties around uh, the already well-established Vermintide uh, <coughs> city escape, including Count Drakenfels. So, yes. If you're all is this just like a one-player version of uh, essentially? Ver yeah, it, Vermintide. It's then. just a it's a short uh, it's a short virtual reality experience. So right. don't expect like hours of gameplay out of it. This is just to kind of like show off. Hey, look what we can do! And to be fair, everything I've seen thus far, uh, by comparison to a lot of the other stuff that I've been spotting on Steam, is actually pretty nice. It carries. Is it just now? This is the thing that I don't get about VR. the The actual headsets are ridiculously expensive. Yet, what actual you know big games are that? Well, what, I don't see a reason to pay all that money yet. Uh, one of the first big games is going to be Resident head. Evil Seven, which is due for release soon, very soon. And speaking of that, I've actually played the demo on VR on the the PS4 VR headset, and it. I did start feeling a bit of motion sickness playing that, to be honest. Um, a lot of people do, apparently. And, yeah, because I had to queue to play the game, and literally, I think I lasted longer than most, but everyone who took it off felt, oh no, I feel weird now, oh, I don't feel right, oh, that was weird. Seemed to be the general consensus from everyone who was on it before me. Um, I think I think people I think haven't quite ground to how to adjust from virtual space in back into real space, and maybe a, a few of these virtual reality retailers should have a spot for people to sit down afterwards. No, it's not even the transition, Ferg. It's while you're wearing the oh, headset, what do you, you actually... can feel yourself starting to not feel normal. Right, I see. Uh, oh. So it's not even a question of the transition between the two. It's just there's something about it. Is it, be I mean, it? How heavy is the unit that you're wearing on your head? Reasonably. Uh, Do you feel like it's... It's not like wearing a pair of sunglasses, but <laughs> it's not enough that I can barely lift my head. Um, I think the AI say. is trying to get inside yeah. your brain and take you I, over. I think you may have a nasty case of the nanites, mate. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for now. Yeah, right, same here. Uh, <laughs> when do we next catch up? Spread the love. 
<laughs> oh, can I just say though, I, I totally agree with Rami on this. Like, it, what I don't understand about VR in the moment is it just seems like everything's a tech demo. Yeah. Like, like there's going to be like a it? Battlefield, Battlefront X-Wing game, and I think it's just like one map or something. I, yeah. I, just, I, I just don't understand. There's like, there's no games it's... for it. Like, this is how the, they're just implementing. This is the beginning of the games industry as it's forming. This is as indie as it's ever going to get. This is the birth of an entire industry. We're watching it in real time here, folks. Just take or the fall of an entire industry. No, yeah, it's like, so expensive to even you know have a taste. VR's ten years Yeah, and me, this is the kind say. of stuff yeah. that will become. And I kid you not. I mean, Ready Player One. Look at all the stuff that was I'm mentioned that. that. Right now, imagine that in I don't know forty years' time, the generation of this are going to be like, going, "Hey, do you remember the very first VR games? Did you ever have those? Yeah, I remember a few of them. Did you did you ever play the very first Star Wars one? Uh, yeah, killed it. They seriously all five minutes and of it. They're essentially <laughs> collectors' items right now." Because <laughs> as soon as those licenses disappear, they're seriously whoever's got a copy left is going to be on gold. <laughs> I shit you not. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, you know, just saying. But um, which actually kind of puts me on to things like Subnautica, because on the fifteenth of December, Ooh, which segue. we've missed, uh, the long-awaited has actually happened. The precursor update has now festooned the game with alien structures artifacts and more answering so many of our original questions but now posing significantly bigger ones and no small number of smaller queries uh, along with it it's yes lots of new content and uh, i'm very much looking forward to spending some serious time in during 2017 to get a little reacquainted with subnautica because i've taken uh, a longer than expected break from it and I think I might be doing a couple of videos of it. I would love to. I mean, have they given any hint as to when it's going to finally exit early access? You know what? I don't know of anything myself, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was actually this year. We are so close to something <laughs> big. And every seriously, with every update, it's been game-changing. Is it multiplayer? Not yet. We don't know if they're going to do it. There is a large part of the community that is in hope. I, it, for it one, me. love to have co-op. Right, I've only played an hour or so of it, because um, it was a trial on a game preview for Xbone. Um, and, yeah, good, a lot of fun, very, very pretty. Mm. But I really want to play it. <clears throat> I think that it's the kind of game that would just benefit more from multiplayer and being able to hang out with your friends and play it, it massively. Uh, as a single player game, I mean, kind of like No Man's Sky. The <laughs> no, the, the, yeah. this is this is this is kind of where it comes down to. Last year's big kind of single player experience was No Man's Sky. Uh, you know, as a finished product, I immediately compared it to Subnautica, something that has already, before it's even seen its release, had the whole 
world that you want to be enveloped in growing around us and suddenly bang there's a product there that is quintessentially stars away from what no man's sky is talking about offering us and it's already there uh, now we're just waiting for the story that we know will never occur with no man's sky it sounds it reminds me a bit like the way you talk about subnautica reminds me of how i felt when i was playing the, the daisy mod when that was when that originally came out and the updates yeah. to that I mean, it all went to shit, like, later on, but the, that whole experience of feeling so absorbed in, like, the world, I mean, it's very different because it was multiplayer, but, like, the updates had a real impact on how you played, and yeah. it was really the, exciting. Uh, the only other kind of multiplayer games that I've experienced so far that have made me really kind of go back to them has actually been the likes of Seven Days to Die, because the co-op yeah. on that has been absolutely brilliant. Uh, I'm holding down a couple of servers at the moment with uh, like-minded individuals that just want to survive the Holocaust. We sometimes skip around in the PVPs and, and whatnot, but there's really no point for the most part, because like with most PVP servers, it's, you know, nail the other guy before he nails you. And it becomes yeah. less interesting. I'll tell you what, though, Ferg. I'll tell you what would be good is if we did a, a Let's Play when I get my PC fixed. Uh, uh, well, you may actually be able to join myself and Stuart. Uh, Excellent. Who, we, we've just ah. started um, a Navas game map uh, using the Alpha 15B. And, yeah, we're just... We're just messing around, but there's very likely we're going to see if we can get a couple of other people to join in. And I think Stuart may have already started recording one or two of them. Uh, but oh, if we, nice. If oh, it God. turns out that we... I mean, I'll be able to record as well, but if it turns out that we've got a few players, then we can have a sort of all-round perspective of... You yeah. Know, and yeah, but don't... I really, really, really don't end it. Uh, really, really don't envy whoever's going to be editing those because there's going to be chunks missing, and you're going to need shed tons of footage. So I, yeah. I can, I, I might be able to. Uh, we'll we, we, we'll talk about it later. But if if I'm sorted on my yeah, piece, uh, I can probably actually seven days to die has been a real kind of win, and I know there's an awful lot of people that are saying, "Oh, that one's been an early access from, you know, for for an eon." Yeah, and okay, it has. All things taken into consideration, how long do you think a game takes from start to finish? It takes years. They're not kidding when they're talking about a game taking yeah. years in production. This is how it happens, especially for a bunch of folks that are still having to hold down maybe another job to get their games up and running. <laughs> But also, do you not think, you know, I think, I think the other thing as well is, I mean, the, the, there's a difference between, like, there's different types of early access games. I mean, for example, you look at something like Seven Days to Die, which I watched a few videos on, or you look at what Daisy mod, the mod, not the the standalone edition, but the mod was like. These were games that were very much playable when they were first kind of released and the kind of people were starting to mess around with them. And they, they had something about them that, that drew you in. So and they were buggy and they 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 had things to be changed, but they were engaging enough that people keep coming back to them. So there is such thing as an early access game, which is not taking the piss and is actually fun to play, like before it's released, yeah. like it does happen. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I think there's, uh, yeah. 
Otherwise, games we are looking forward to. Um, actually, I've got a few down on Sick. this one. Um, collapse by Creo Team and Buker Entertainment. Uh, when the uh, Ukraine and Kiev are essentially smashed to bits because someone got funky with some dimensional stratification, it's up to two utter badasses to hand out some third-person hacking and slashing and blasting. Uh, looks sort of basic, but this looks like a very appealing game engine as well. Uh, it's, mm. Yes, third person, run around, do do that kind of damage. It just looked kind of quirky to me, especially for <laughs> you know something that's been written out of the Ukraine. Um, uh, aside from that, oh, definitely one that might interest our man Rami here. Uh, and and Steph especially uh, Mansions of Madness by Fantasy Flight Games. This is just an app for an actual board game, but apparently a really good board game. Uh, and this is just an app and is now available on Steam. Plus, you can't actually use it so much on your PC. So yeah, it's kind of mobile devices only, um, or at least that's what a few of the folks are saying in the con comments. So yeah, meh. Um, how do you know anything about the app and how it actually supports the board game? Sadly not. I do. Ah. <laughs> so Go on, I Steph. actually I own this board game. Ah. I've wanted to play it for a while and I've got it, but I need some like-minded people to play it with me who are willing to give it a shot. Because uh, it, I don't know how complex it is. I don't think it's that bad, but uh, apparently the original release of it uh, didn't have an app. And it was kind of really good, apparently, but very. Funky. It was a lot of pressure on one person, as as kind of almost the GM. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I've I've got the second edition, which this app will work with that you're talking about. Oh right. Be, and I'd actually quite like to see if like if people want to meet up and actually play it. Uh, that would be quite an interesting one to have a look at. I I. It's a game that I want to get people that are willing to to give it a Ready? go, which yeah, can be quite yeah, hard definitely. to do. Like. If we could find the time, I'd happily play that stuff. Yep. Sweet. Uh, then on to <laughs> Wormhole City by Zenrock Studios, a single-player, third-person, action-adventure RPG in early access. Try Ooh. saying that three times whilst you're drunk. Uh, play <laughs> Zero after <laughs> a mild-mannered space mercenary as he figures out life, the universe, and everything. Uh, but shoots some stuff in a giant robot surrounding that... Yeah, yeah, just runs around, you know, in giant robots, nippy spaceships, and banters with old, old you know, old riffraff in Wormhole City, where the game is predominantly set out of. Um, actually, I I was thinking of Steph when I was when I saw this, and I thought, yeah, you need to see that one. That might be kind of I that do. might be tough like... for you. <laughs> RPG as well. Yeah, and it's got an entirely manga-esque look to it, so, yeah, it just... Ooh. Nice. And it's all about the giant space robots. Yeah, uh, well, you you basically that, run around in a giant space robot well? kind of thing, belting things. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, uh, oh, bollocks, uh, Battletech kind know. of technology, uh, yeah, Macross, right, that cool. kind of goodness. Um, yeah. Yes, but otherwise, yes, um, 
Oh yes, of course, King Crow Studios has released Necro Ball. This is a game that will be replacing <laughs> League of Legends. It's smaller on your hard drive, looks better, plays better, smells better, and has considerably more content. Possibly more than just two sodding maps. And seriously, save yourself some pain <laughs> and go and uh, go for this gorgeous, light-hearted indie title instead of making yourself a better person today. Um, by the way, guys, yeah, you've been sent a copy, and I didn't send one to Gareth. Yes, I, I've just. I just saw uh, that before yeah. uh, jumping on the podcast, so yeah, we'll Gareth, have to have a, a session. I, I'd, I'd send you a but, but you haven't been online for a bit, mate. I didn't know if you'd still got a computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have been online, I just haven't been on Zoom. Yeah. Is it not a bit football-y? Um, yeah. <laughs> <I'd>, uh... <laughs> 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 That'd be my only uh, reservation. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see how you guys are going to deal with the sort of couch. It's a couch kind of co-op game very easily. Yay! You're all awesome. you're going to be able to play in teams and kind of sabote your way around your, uh, the map in real time with each other. <laughs> I thought that you know, that's the kind of thing we can all just sit back and go, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> So how many players to a uh, team? I think it's uh, four. You can have up to four players. Sweet. Um, oh, sorry, no, two each side. Um, yeah, one to four players. You've got... Um, yeah, you can have up to two each side, and uh, you get a selection of different characters, uh, including the demonologist, something-something uh, weird elemental creature, uh, uh, the crazy dude with... Like looks like a mad scientist. Uh, oh yes, and there's a dog, a zombie dog. Yeah. So yeah, m make of this what you will. Right. Yes. Needs then, looking at then. Uh, I, I strongly recommend I that suppose... we get together and have our own little game. Yeah, we should do a little let's play. Yeah, definitely. Um. I suppose we've also got a uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. They released some stuff. Uh, new initiative report thingamabobby, uh, which just doesn't give enough information. Like, I want more story content, and they just keep going, hey, look, we shoot guns, isn't this fun? I, like, I just want to see some actual, like, people talking the, in a room. The crack is with the story. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's why I play Mass Effect, I don't play it for the combat. But, at all. I've got to admit, the footage I saw of the combat recently makes it look like a bit more of an interesting game. The combat looked kind of fast play, fast paced and action based, and I think it will be good. It looked I mean, good it's, fun, but it's on the Frostbite engine, I think. It's the same as uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, and Frostbite engine's the engine that uh, the guys at Dice who make Battlefield games uh, have. So whether right. or not things will be dis destructible, I don't know. But was the division the Frostbite engine? No idea. Mm, don't yeah, think so. Don't Was think it? so, no. No. I mean, the Frostbite engine... It just rings a bell. It does. And I, I, uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Yes, basically a load of EA vehicles. Right, okay. His engine made by DICE, basically. And it is, yeah. It's really good. It is a really good engine. Um, has a lot of stuff like destructible, like landscapes. Ding! Half an hour. 
So, on to the reviews. Ferg's got a few here, actually. So uh, let's start. Yeah. With Ferg. Um, yeah. Reviews. Yeah. Sorry, I've been uh, I've been kind of on and off for a bit, so I've had a chance to kind of like look over a fair few bits and pieces, and they've years. Uh, I, I'm going to kind of just throw some of this down here. Valley by Blue Isle Studios. I mentioned before, it is um, yeah. a very very pretty game. And at first, I can understand why somebody might be confused, thinking, that looks like a walking simulator, Ferg. Are you, are you sure you're all right in the head? No, it is most certainly not. And very quickly, you progress through an absolutely beautiful place, day and night, um, with the ability to bring life or death at high speed. <laughs> While <laughs> bouncing to around in environs, yes, and a story kind of pulls up as you do find <laughs> like details as you come through. You you'll find things to pick up. Um, coming to a stop is not actually something that's it, it, it. Coming to a stop is not something that you have to worry about. This isn't like Sonic the Hedgehog, where coming to a stop suddenly is considered like bad form it you are rewarded for looking behind things at a normal pace if you catch my drift just looking around and checking the odd corners that's well worth it because you're going to need acorns and medallion, uh, medallions and whatnot but as you progress through the game you're going to find out more about this interesting and quite lively location as the valley slowly dies is there a story yes there is um, your character, the face, uh, faceless and nameless person that's basically washed up on the edge of... Uh, looks like he's been canoeing and has been pulled into an underground um, underground river that swept him up to the uh, sur surface of the valley. Uh, the valley is hidden, very, very well hidden. And uh, effectively, you find yourself in possession of what is known as a leaf suit, which augments your physical capabilities multiple times over and provides you with the ability to remove life energy and pass it back out. Years. Also, you, anytime you die, the valley will bring you back to life at the cost of its own. If you die too many times, the valley goes with you and bump, game over. Ah, Good luck. Right. So, yes, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. It's a very nice playthrough. Uh, and I can't really say much more, otherwise I give stuff away. But um, there's a very lovely, relaxed feeling about it. It's, it's not trying. It does have its challenges, but it's not designed to actually... They're not designed to annoy, if you know what I mean. It's not. Is it? Is it a bit like Firewatch? I don't know. I haven't played Firewatch. Yes. Anyway, <clears throat> the next one was Sentinels of the Multiverse by Handel. Uh, no, Handelbra Games. <laughs> oh, Handelbra. Yeah. Handelbra. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, Sentinels of the Multiverse is uh, an e-card game, basically, uh, and you basically play the superheroes. You get to select the villains, and you get to select the environment. And each ca uh, each hero has uh, and villain has its own deck, 
as does the environment when I come to think about it, uh, which allows the players, uh, the or at least the characters in this case, to play in a very particular manner. Um, there are a selection of expansions already available for it to really boost it out there, but it, oh my god, I, I didn't realise I'd accidentally spent like three hours on the game on my first playthrough. I was like, oh my god, this is so much coolness. I love it. I really like the characters that they've introduced. I love the way it kind of folds. The playtime is swift. It's just, oh, it's it's gorgeous. Um, uh, and yes, multiplayer is on there. So somebody can play the villain. Uh, people can play the heroes. And I think the environment is always done by the AI. But uh, yes, definitely a team up kind of oh let's yeah i want to thrash that yeah everybody on to me come and get it bitches i'm playing a villain <laughs> that kind of stuff mm, doesn't get old um yes oh yes oh sir the insult simulator by vile monarch and <laughs> game vicious digital entertainment now with extra wang as in the guy from Wait. um shadow warrior He's suddenly oh. turned up oh, in right. the game as one of the playable characters. And the idea is that, um, uh, well, oh, sir, the insult simulator is essentially a, oh, it's diabolically stupid. It's a, almost like a grammar checker. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure you're getting your sentences right, you're not supposed to um or er, uh, or you basically lose your insult and the score that you get. Every time you manage to uh, put together a, a co a co essentially a cohesive sentence will do you will then essentially do damage to your uh, your opponent's ego once the uh, once the opponent's <laughs> ego is completely thwarted you win and you can move on to the next game or well your next so how opponent you... and location how do you play it do you just type in insults no you are given uh, the the game is turn based and you essentially have to uh you have to select from pre uh, you know uh, small captions not complete sentences <laughs> parts of sentences and that's all you're given right. and you've got to try and scrap them together to create insults like your mother smells like your car's engine block or gooseberry fish tank um yeah, you so old it's like, git, um... and that would give you a selection of points you can make combos <clears throat> by using similar things like uh you get going on there ah, <laughs> oh sorry reminds me of um monkey island uh yeah insults and insult things yeah like yeah. the pirate battles insults and assault fighting yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd give it, you can play online, <laughs> but to be honest, it's sort of a one-trick pony game. Once you've played it so many right. times through, that's going to be it. The the AI is really as much as you're going to get, and it's kind of potluck what sentences are going to come up. It it does. There's clearly, you know, they've they've got a system worked out for the way the sentences are set up, but it's. Yeah, there's only going to be so many playthroughs for anybody. The laughs will wear thin, kind of quick. The rudities in there are simply there just to, yeah, <laughs> just just to kind of <laughs> give it 
flavour, yeah, nothing more. Um, yes, and that, that kind of sums up that game entirely. Um, still, good fun. Uh, Just Cause 3 by Avalanche Studios and Square Enix. Um, my God, I'm late to that party by a long shot, but I bought it because it was on sale. And uh, I loved Just Cause 1 and 2. They were fantastic. Just Cause 3 gives me everything and more. I love it. Is it the same old? Like, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean, is it the same old? But is, is what you would it expect? It is absolutely what you would expect. There is a certain level of sameness early on. But it gets it, it right. brings yeah. you to understand very quickly that you are got it. It's not so much of a steeper learning curve. It just means that you're going to have to be uh, more inventive. Yeah, you're going to have to figure out your tactics fairly quickly. Are you going to go for the airstrikes first, or are you going to try and take out uh, uh, some of the key points with aircraft? You. Are you going to go in on foot or hang gliding there? Do you think you can pull off a wingsuit manoeuvre and just start owning a police station? All that kind of stuff. You've got additional abilities such as the grappling hook uh, that you can now mount to two separate targets, uh, tethering them together and then retracting them together, holding them tight. So yes, all of those beautiful things that you may or may not have seen with regards to attaching cows to aircraft and then flying them into uh, <laughs> into the air and knocking over tankers with a cow is entirely possible uh, under a bridge. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, cow didn't last. But it's not a real cow, so it's okay. Um <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> After all the grief you've given all the the Pokemon hunters out there for you, you, yeah, you yeah, yeah right. Hey, I'm a hypocrite. What do you want? Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I never hit it. <laughs> Zero conscience. It's great. Uh, which brings. Us... <laughs> hey, right. Seriously. Uh, did any of you lot play... Oh, what was it called in there? Oh, little known game. Uh, Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, go fuck yourself. No, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Um, pit, oh, yeah, actually, over to Rami. Pit people. Yes, pit people. I've been waiting for this for absolutely ages. Since like they've announced it and shown bits of it ages and ages ago. Uh I think we mentioned it briefly. They'd released a beta just before Christmas. I think you showed me it, didn't you? And yes, I did. Beautiful. Indeed. And oh, it's it's just so much fun. If you know of the the Behemoth, uh, who are the studio behind it, they're only a small indie studio. Uh, but their first game was Alien Hominid, mm. then Castle Crashers, mm. and then Battle Block Theater. So. Uh. It, it's full of uh, some awesome humour. Um, the long and the short of it is uh, a bear crashes into a planet and causes all kinds of storms and and chaos and, and, and death ensue. And the, the, the bear actually kind of narrates the story as you go through the game. But it's a, a turn-based sort of strategy battle game. And you, you can capture 
all kinds of more enemies to fight on your team uh, and then you can build up your squad you've got six bases once you've bought them all and you can build the squad any way you like and then you can go around the world getting into fights do missions of which the the seems an absolute shed load do um, the main characters have their own abilities or or, or are the main uh, or, or your or are yes, the characters sort uh, of are they specialized in any way there are they are indeed specialized because you get different characters that have different abilities then there are like special kind of well races i guess one of the the first you come across where you actually learn how to capture enemies in the world is a cupcake um okay. and that's uh, another race of creatures and its ability it heals people so you'd have that on your team did, to provide healing to your fighters that are battling the other enemies did, do you have to eat and it? yeah it, no, it, it throws its lovely frosting at you, so it gives you some of its own life, so your, your other people can live. Uh-huh. So you're eating uh, but it. But it's just brilliant. Yeah, you do eat it for, for health. But it likes I like it. that. <laughs> and it, oh, it's an awesome game. Just so much fun. The, the graphic style is very much akin to the Alien Hominid. Uh, Castle Crashes, all that kind of thing. And if you have played the other games, then the game recognises you have and gives you some free loot for the games you've played. And, and that gets added into your inventory and you can customise all your creatures and characters however you want. And you can even fight player v player online in big kind of pit arena oh. battles. Or try again. You look against the AI in a just. It actually says unfair mode because it's mm. just ridiculous. You can even play it couch co-op. Yay! Uh, and your friends can join you, so and they can have their own squad and you battle together. It's just wicked fun, and I, I can't wait to follow the whole story because it's so amusing. The bear is genius. <laughs> But definitely recommend that anyone to check that out because that that I reckon is going to be the big indie uh, hit of the year. All right, it's that good. Get in. Uh, I've got a little embarrassing story to tell. Oh, on, go on. So I was, I was, my eyes crossed like the magical mystery that is the Steam sales, and had a little look around, and this little thing popped up, and it was a bundle, so I got it. And then I was at like a party at Christmas with some friends, and this guy was like, "Oh, you got that same bundle as me," and I was like, "Yeah, like for some reason I also really enjoyed this game." And that you know, everyone around us that heard us describing the game ended up saying that we were geeks and bearing in mind all my friendship group are fairly geeky that was that was quite a low low blow uh, it, it was, <laughs> you're not it was you're not talking about geeky. one of those kind of like makeup games are you where you dress up Hannah Montana or... no okay okay then... it was Euro Truck Simulator 2 and American Truck Simulator and all those stupid games <sighs> where you drive a truck and you own your own truck business. And, and that's it. That's the whole point of the game. Drive a truck. 
No, well, yeah, but no, you have your own business and then you can buy new trucks. <laughs> but it's really fucking stupid and really, like, the concept's really lame. But if you're, like, chilling out listening to podcasts like The Wonky Gamer and you fancy, you know, and you're just, like, chilling out and you you just fancy driving your little truck and you're going to go, you're going to nip off to, like, France and drop off, I don't know, some, like, tractor on the back of your big fucking thing, you know, and just chill out, like, you know, it's quite nice just driving along the road, like, going <laughs> a decent speed, you know, keeping within the law, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing, it's, it's, so it's there's kinda... something oddly alluring about, about it, I don't know what it is, it... I just feel wrong inside for, like, enjoying it. <laughs> so it's kind of like anti-Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it's like it's it's not even responsible business owner simulator. <laughs> exactly, like you kind of you do a lot of our jobs for like other people, and then eventually you can like I think you can build a bigger place, and you can get like different kind of trucks and oh. hire people to drive your trucks as well. So you like oh, end up exciting. making more money. So you don't it's... even have to drive the trucks yourself. I th well, I th you don't have to drive all of them, but you can you drive your own truck. I it's it is pretty like lame, but um, <coughs> so I just happen to like it. Like when you're like you're literally doing something else, like you're listening, watching, or listening to a YouTube video. And you're like, oh, I fancy like doing something that doesn't really use my right. brain, but I press buttons on just, the keyboard. Just so <laughs> you know where you're kind of currently stood with this, right? Uh, I used to be a freelance Please. courier, self-employed. So <laughs> I I'm kind of yeah. going to go with this one. Um, so let me get this straight. I can go and do freelance couriering, then come home In and your free time. play freelance couriering. No, but the thing is... You got the exciting and wonderful experience of getting to do that as a job. Some of us don't have that luxury, man. Like some people don't get to be <laughs> I'm not a courier like anymore. Hannah Montana on stage, I don't right? Have a job you know? simulator. Go. Yeah. You know, some people don't get to be Hannah Montana on stage. Their lifelong dream. Some people don't get to drive trucks. Oh, are you man? saying that Hannah Montana you know? wouldn't want to play one yeah. of her own games? Uh, well, I mean, not everyone is that self-obsessed, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, yeah, but oh shit, Steph, the, the, An ally was slain. the million dollar question, is yeah. it better or worse than Farm Simulator 17? <coughs> well, I've got Farm oh, Simulator God. 17, so I wanted to I know, I know. <laughs> As Spindles told you, or you've seen okay. it on my... No, I, I, it, I'm sure it's come up before that you, you've had played it. It's on my PlayStation. It. They're like, I, I have tried it, isn't it, like, I don't know enough, no, like, I kind of got a little thing with the simulator thing recently, yep. I was like, oh yeah, I'll make a and, like, do my own shit, <laughs> and then, like, well, you know, you got to try these things out in virtual reality before doing it in real life, but, what? um, I gave it a go, like, farm simulator, and I was like, this, this is kind of, I, I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and I don't see the point. So I, I, <laughs> I just I stopped. I stopped playing that. Um, how how long have you played Euro Truck Simulator Two for? Uh, the five hours. A second. Five hours, but my my thing like died. Oh, and you're obviously not but doing been, it like, on right Skype. then, are you? Because clearly you haven't done a full day's. You've not done a full day's work. You, fucking yeah. part-timer. Yeah, managed no. a full day of um, work Get yet. back out there. You've got at least another 90 to uh, 180 <laughs> parcels to get through. A chop-chop, HGV bit. No, but it's quite nice when you're on TeamSpeak and you're, like, you're chatting away, but you can play something that like isn't that involved. Keep your hands involved, on the fucking so wheel. Not, like... 
Don't get you're not get off attention. your phone. You're driving. Get off your phone. Don't be fucking stupid. That's irresponsible. I've got hands so free, irresponsible. man. You are hands still free. distracted. Hands you are free. still distracted by that telephone. Hands free. Call. It's legal. Doesn't matter if it's legal. You it's are legal, still man. distracted. I don't care. That's man. the problem. <laughs> get your hands away from I, your I phone while twice. you're actually doing it. You can play the radio, sure, but I've only don't answer your phone. Twice. I mean, can you go round your rival truck? Yeah, can I like, run somebody off the road? Blaze and, you know, yeah, firebomb them. Well, you, you can run someone off the road, but you can't firebomb people. Like, that, as if you do that in real life. This so, is can I burn out Paradise in this place? Why no. not? Well, the trucks don't go that fast. Like, trucks Are you kidding? <laughs> what if I just drop the load and start on. driving like a tick? Can I do that? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, you, well, wait, yeah. Will the police come to try and stop me? Uh, wait, oh, God. Wait, have I lost something? Am I still on TeamSpeak? You, you're here. I can yeah. hear you. Did we lose someone on TeamSpeak? No. 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 You're trying to get out it's of this question, aren't you? Can I get pulled over by the cops what? in Euro Truck Simulator 2012 for smuggling contraband across the border? If the answer is no, uh, then American a Truck Simulator, simulator you can get... American Truck Simulator, you can get, like, fucked over oh, by what, the cops. Pulling... Oh, can you be a coyote? Yeah, can, can, I, can I actually smuggle and Mexicans? run immigrants yeah. from Mexico no, to America? No, 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 you can't smuggle Mexicans. Like, if you drive over the speed limit, like... <laughs> no, well, I'll stick <laughs> below the speed limit, but can I can I smuggle no, Mexicans? Smuggle Why Mexicans, not? Why not? Because Donald Trump well, you've got it the wrong like, way round. They're trying to smuggle the Mexicans, uh, Mexicans out of America before they become slaves in the <laughs> uh, empire of Trump. Look, man, Mexico hasn't come out yet. It might be a DLC. I'll let you know when it happens. <laughs> let me know when the uh, DLC drops. <laughs> the Mexican smuggling DLC comes out. Let's yeah. be honest, it'll be a lot more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Right, anyway. <laughs> By the way, for anyone listening, I did write lol, 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 after my Euro Truck Simulator 2 note on the review yeah. section. Just so you yeah. know. I know I'm a bad person, and you should probably hate me as much so as that, I hate myself right That's now. your guilty pressure, no. then. Are you playing it right now, Steph? No, I'm not. I can't I can't actually play it when I'm doing a podcast. Like, Well, I, I probably could play it when I'm doing a podcast, uh, yeah, but not if I have to actually... you're still technically on your like... phone. Get off the phone when you're driving. Well, I have to be on my phone to record. <laughs> what? No, but anyway, I can't, I can't, like, yeah, I, I can't play games and do this podcast. There's too much stuff that I have to use my brain for. Yeah, it's hard enough, one like, thing at a time, mate. General. Like, <laughs> baby steps. Yeah, indeed. Speaking still of learning. baby steps. Right. Have, have you played any real games, Steph? You know, yeah, that are games played... and not, you know, life simulators. Yeah, well, no, this is like a life simulator, it's called the that's, No, don't say that. That's the worst thing you could say in front of a GM. No, don't say that in front of a GM. Life. Vampire the Masquerade Redemption. Uh, no, I played this like uh, years and years and years and years ago. In fact, it came out like when I was like a young man in my youth. A young man or um, a child? Which one is it? Uh, Maybe a child. Right. I don't know. Like, I'll just see when it came out. Vampire the Masquerade Redemption release date. I think it was like, oh, it was the 7th of June 
in the year 2000. So it's 16 wow. years old. Yeah, the original Vampire the Masquerade Redemption old. was a beautiful piece of work. Yeah, and I've been playing it like it I does never look played like it. Dog. Oh, you, you should you've get missed it, out, right? mate. Th this song. Yeah, but no, I, I, I think you I can still play it. Like I, I've just loaded it up and started playing it. It's like it's old as fuck. It really is old as fuck. It's but, dated. That's all. I mean, it's it doesn't stop it from being yeah, an entirely in, uh, immersive experience. Yes, the graphics are old. Yes, they're still blocky headed. Yes, the animations are very stick figure esque. But that's not the point. You're looking at a game engine that was, well, for its time, as stable as it was going to get without, like, automatic updates and all that jazz. But now, it's, you know, they've, they've essentially got it out there at, again, at last. So we can, yeah, GOG, wasn't it? It's, yeah. it's on GOG, £4.79. Wow. So it's cheap as hell. Like, I'd highly recommend getting it. But even more so, if you want something that looks a bit better as well, get Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. That's great yeah, as well. Um, but I think... I I do feel Re Ma Vampire the, the Masquerade Redemption is really underrated because it came out in a time where the only people that really played computer games or at least admitted to playing com computer games were seen as incredibly antisocial, smelly nerds. Um, oh, when, when you know, did that which change? We, we, we all are, but <laughs> well, I mean, I think more people became smelly nerds. Like, I don't know, we expanded. Um, we bred. It was terrible. Um, but no, like, it's 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 cool. Um, it's really cool, and I'd recommend anyone to play it who's kind of yeah. can cope with uh, the, old graphics. The other thing that's like, actually worth great. noting about both uh, the uh, Bloodlines and uh, Redemption was, as if I recall correctly, there's a level editor in there that allows you to act as a GM. Yes, there is. Now, yeah, um, yeah, beautiful piece of kit. Absolutely smashing. Gives you the opportunity to have a GM and really? players running through it. So you can technically, if you get particularly au fait with the, um, with the uh, editing engine, able to create spontaneous events. You could run your game yeah. in it, basically. You can actually have a Ooh. bunch of... That's Nos pretty cool. Gank that like just appear out of nowhere and enter a speech with characters. So yes, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's pretty much aut automated speech. I don't is know it, if there's any option. Is it first person? Third, third person, person over the shoulder. Oh, not quite over the shoulder. Kind of like um, top down, like forty-five degrees. Yeah, it's kind of like a more zoomed in version of an isometric RPG that's kind of more three D as well. If that makes sense, like it, you, you can look at it top down, or yeah. you can look at it from kind of over the shoulderish. Yeah, right. Um, okay. I'd I'd highly recommend that, but I'd also recommend Bloodlines, which is absolutely loved by everyone. Yeah, it was a like it's, it's fine, a fine game. It was, game. It, it was a good testimony to, uh, to to what has been a fantastic role-playing game in and of itself. The tabletop game was a good good book in its time. Um, yeah. Uh, and and the game did, well, did it justice think, for what they actually had to work with. I mean, with. I really believe cool people thing. even now are still playing the uh, role-playing version of uh, Vampire the Masquerade. I heard that was really? the case. Yeah. Ah, Saddos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, right? <laughs> God, get a life! Um, but, uh... <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that, that that's a little side issue, but, yeah, I mean, 
we might happen to be doing something on that somewhere yeah. else that you Further may see. details as um, when we get it, I suppose. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff for that. You'll find that interesting, yeah. maybe. Watch this space. But, um, but what I'm also going to mention, because I don't know like um, how much... I mean, I've, I've been following a lot of the vampire stuff, especially as of late. Uh, because of just general interest in that area um, of, of this whole kind of uh, what do you call it, like universe. World of Darkness and, um, or just the world just of darkness, that, games yeah, in that general. whole universe yeah, I actually starting to prefer it more than computer games don't hate me um, but the really cool thing with Vampire uh, in particular is that um, Vampire the Masquerade um, they are looking at there's probably going to be some games coming out for, Ooh. like, as in computer games coming out uh, by. I mean, it's based of in the, that world. Based like Vampire the Masquerade games. As uh, opposed to Requiem. By 2020, I think one would have. Okay. Yes. I, uh, it, do yeah. we? Is it possible that it's Activision that's doing this one as well? It is going to be so. What's happened is the guys that own Vampire the Masquerade and all that uh, is now kind of owned by a group called White Wolf Entertainment. Yeah, they've always owned it. Uh, White is, Wolf always owned it. No, it White used to be White Wolf, Wolf Publishing. Uh, yeah. Now it's a bit different. It, it, I think somebody but bought White Wolf, didn't they? Yeah, Paradox Interactive bought oh. White Wolf. Now, but, but, very important thing to note Paradox. Interactive is kind of almost like a sister to White Wolf Entertainment. White Wolf Entertainment is its own kind of thing that is related to Paradox Interactive. So any games, computer games, on Vampire are not necessarily going to be developed by Paradox. No, they... They're going to be developed by whoever White Wolf Entertainment thinks should yeah, they could. It. Paradox is basically going to be doing so... the... Um, it's going to be the distributing... And keeping in mind that Paradox Entertainment are actually responsible for the likes of Hearts of Iron, Crusader Kings, Europa, Series, mm. Stellaris, uh, to, main, uh, to name but a few. Uh, but their other sci-fi titles are what really dug for me. I've, I've loved Paradox for a bit. So if, if a company wants to pick, a, pick up Vampire's computer game, I'd be very interested to see what they've got going. Ding! That's 30 minutes. We've had one hour, folks. What do you want to do now? Let's, well, let's finish this bit off and then yeah. go on to the, go okay. on to the next bit, I think. Yeah, because we've only got the discussion to go now, really. So. Pretty much, okay. yeah. Shall I, I'll just keep it running for another half hour, then. Go. Okay. Uh, shit. Uh, what was he saying? That was Vampire, uh, but yeah. let's, not, let's so, not dwell on the Vampire. Yeah, I mean, I'll just finish it up by saying that um, expect a lot from from Vampire the Masquerade in the next three, four years because they're really going to go all guns blazing on the franchise. They want to make films. Well, I think they want to make films, but they definitely want to make a Netflix series. They want to get a new games one. out. Ah. Yeah, and they and they're re they're creating a fifth edition of the role playing game uh, set after the end of. End, end of Gehenna, which people might know what it's about, they might not, but basically, people, uh, just to sum it up, people love this game, this role-playing game called Vampire the Masquerade, set in the World of Darkness world, right? They made Vampire the Requiem, didn't go down that well overall, 
and they're bringing back Vampire the Masquerade, and there is much rejoicing. It is great. So, enough of that. We can maybe talk about that another time. Maybe on another show if we want to get into more details about stuff. Yes. That as a role-playing game. And uh, otherwise, um, Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus have have their usual so, t- new titles coming out. One in particular has caught our eye. Yeah, Dave the Tentacle Remastered. Oh yes. Mm. Such. A- I mean. I'd already bought this before it was free, um, but oh, I just haven't good. had time to play it. I I I wanted I want to do a, a like a let's play of it. It's one of the Definitely. games. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we could you could maybe come around my house or something. And we Actually, could, we could do I, I I would like to do that as kind of a a, a duo project because I absolutely love Day of the Tentacle. Do you actually know how, how like have you completed it before? <laughs> yes, yeah. I have the original, but that was oh, it's well over twenty years ago. I think it'd be good to do because at least if you have a bit of knowledge, then we're not going to be stuck around with me going. Um, I'm not sure what. Such to do an awesome here. concept. Just uh, it was part of the point-and-click adventure games of the time, and this is it. This has got to be, I reckon, the crowning achievement for them. Do you think? Yeah, it, there was... See, my favourite was Curse of Monkey Island. Uh, well, Monkey to... Island was amazing. It is, But yeah. Day of the Tentacle was just... It, it'll define, it'll define your your classic point-and-click adventures. You, you, This is going to be the game that will challenge Monkey Island. You might stick with it, you might <laughs> yeah. not. But um, suffice to say, the Day of the Tentacle for me was also probably the one that kind of stuck with me the most. Really? I loved... Uh, don't Not get much. me wrong, I really enjoyed Curse of Monkey Island, especially the first one. first one was actually yeah. just... I lo- my favourite was the third. Yeah, third was good. I, I love the whole series of Monkey Island. I, I just always have loved my point-and-click adventures. Mm-hmm. I didn't until Telltale started making games for it. Oh, I have them from the beginning. I've still got them. Which one are you going with? Uh, I've got the special edition of Monkey Island, which has got both. Oh, the remastered versions. Yeah, one yeah. and two. Yeah, they're yeah. really good, actually. Yeah, I need to take the time to replay them. I suppose a lot of it depends when, when what you know, what you kind of played at the time. I mean, I, I did play one and two as a very, very young child, but the third one was the one I played when I started actually having kind of a bit more understanding what I was doing so that yeah I particularly enjoyed that game and then of course there's also on PS4 apparently it's this war of mine the little ones I really I had this on PC originally uh, well I still have it on PC and the little ones is just a they add kids to the game who you have to look after or something but the the, the idea is really cool um, it was I think the idea came from a guy who like I haven't actually played this war of mine it. is it uh, what's it actually about no have no idea I'll, I'll give no you a bit, idea about it I'll give you a bit of a summing up I'm, I'm surprised for because you would probably quite like it uh, the idea is is that you are you have a little group of people about three people in a house right um the world around you is kind of at war, uh, or has been. It's it's a war zone, a city that's been in a war zone for a long time, and it's sort of two-dimensional. And you have to sort of, you know, you have issues like heat, and you know, it gets cold in the house. 
you have to repair things you you know you can get people can come to your house and take things or attack the people that are in your house and you have to go out and scavenge kind of things and you know a lot of it's a test of you know kind of your humanity really i mean how far are you willing to go to get food and um weapons will you steal them off off you know a guy who has his old old father who's suffering you know we try and sneak sneak in the house and steal their food for you to survive or you know what what will you do to kind of keep going and um, most of the other resources are is, gone yeah it's i mean it's a very simplistic game so um, but it's very it's a, interesting it's a 2d kind of a platform scrolling game is it yeah, I mean, you you could probably pick it up um, on Steam for like five ten quid actually nowadays. It's right. it's a really I'll have, good I'll have game. A look into that. Um, yeah, I I'd ha I it's a game I I would actually think you would you in particular right. would enjoy. Um, definitely. Mm. Oh, it's fifteen quid. All right, there you go. Um, fifteen. It, make up your mind. It's, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. I mean, it's it's you know overwhelmingly positive reviews overall. Um, so it's it's much loved. Um, it's been out for a couple of years, um, but it, it is. It's I'm a sandwich artist, not a mathematician. Um, <laughs> 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 but oh, and then for other PlayStation stuff, uh, Blaze Rush PS3. Honestly, don't care. <laughs> um, the Swindle PS3. I added that to my collection. Don't know what it is. Didn't look that good when I watched the video. As as Kend two PS Vita don't care Titan Souls uh, PS Vita cross by on Titan PS4, Souls is that another one care. that's kind of like Dark Souls or something? I don't really know. I mean, I I probably shouldn't keep saying I don't care. I'm sure these games are things that people would like. Some of them are probably really good little indie games. I just don't have enough time. All to of play the free stuff. Yeah, like that's, that's just it. There's space yeah, on your I, hard drive, but you never know. You might get lucky. One of them might be good. Yeah, yeah like, the tentacle, I mean, I mean some instance. of these things I might... Get it down the yeah. well, that's... Play that I mean... you haven't already. Get through it. Sorry, moving. Oh, I will, but I... It's, it... Day of the Tentacle is one of those games I I was looking at today, actually, and thinking, God, I should do a Let's Play Do this. it, then. Um, because... Do it! Yeah, the, the, there are certain games made for Let's Play, and that, that is one of them. Yeah, um, let me come round yeah. and play it with you. Yeah, That'd I will, awesome. definitely. Which actually brings us to our event, uh, our uh, sort of uh, discussion. And since we've kind of spent a fair bit of time kind of covering all of the bases, since we had so much stuff kind of covered this time around, um, we're actually going to probably just do the one discussion, I think, because there's only really one yeah. big topic here. Carrie Fisher. Thanks, Carrie. <laughs> you were um, something else. Uh, yeah, it's it's... It's really sad, actually. It Everyone is, loves yeah. a bit of Carrie Fisher. Right, before everyone starts crying, um, our actual discussion this week, we're looking at the Nintendo Switch and the announcement and the release date and all of that yeah. noise. Let me get it straight. So this <laughs> yeah. is like a handheld... Uh, like, oh, wait a minute! It's a it's a tablet, right? With a with a little with, with some nice buttons on it. Okay, got a tablet. Don't need the buttons. <laughs> uh, but does a tablet have Mario Kart? Does it have a battery pack? Of course, it's got a battery pack. 
No, Mario Kart! Mario what? Kart? No, I don't want anything to do with Mario and his tiny little face! Face! Uh, oh, unfortunately, yes, with it do. being Nintendo, you can't really get away from it. Oh, well, you see, there you go, I'm not interested. I mean, uh, I. I, I've got I've got two minds about this, right? So I think an initial thing to to take note of, firstly, is you know the announcement of this is I mean it was on British media, which surprised me. British media never talk about games; they just normally yeah. make lies about um, about what's going on in the general news. Um, so it it makes a nice change that they actually the, decided the, to have a conversation about something real. The game. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you, when you drop a bomb <laughs> like that, yeah, I suppose it. it yeah. And... Yeah, it, it was actually about something that existed and not not some fake story about whatever they fancy talking about this week. Donald Trump's Jeremy hair. Corbyn had sex with an alien, or you know, Theresa May's. Really, a dinosaur in disguise, or whatever they That'll decide be... to talk about. On the BBC. Oh, how cool would it be if you know all those big dinosaur videos where people are dressed up as a dinosaur? What happens if actually, under that dinosaur costume, it's actually Theresa May? See, you should write for the BBC. What? Or the mainstream media in general? You You'd be great. They'd never, no, no, they... no. <laughs> No, they would. No. They would. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, it's been so, released on the 3rd of March, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And already, it's starting to sell out. So if you actually want one, possibly even by the time this podcast is released, you might be shit out of luck. No. The, the it, first wave of the red and blue ones is... Uh, out of stock. So if you want one for launch that has red and blue controllers, you yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. It's also out of stock on Amazon <laughs> the, uh, in the UK. The grey edition is still available. Who wants grey? I wonder though? how many of them are If you want one on launch day, you might have to sucker up and pay for the grey one. Ooh. So how much I mean, were they bought for again? How it's 280 quid I wonder how much, much they're going to cost about two or three weeks before launch date. Uh, I would imagine that there are people who are pre-ordering two of each so that they can keep one selling yeah. on eBay. 500 yeah. quid sounds um, too Heaven much. help anyone that pays for... Uh, 500 huh? quid sounds like too much. Uh, they're going to be in the range for about no, five years. I don't think the price is going to go oh, up at all. Well, you don't, I really you don't, don't think that as soon as we get round to, I don't know, birthday for little Jimmy well, and Natalie, they, that, uh, they might not want one of these things, that somebody might actually, in order to shut the little buggers up, they might fold for like, okay, it would have been 180 quid, but I can pay out 380 and I can actually have one for them. They're 280. I'll, in, I'll be honest, I'm... I'm starting to get a little bit sceptical of Nintendo at the moment. <laughs> really? I've got a dodgy vibe with them, okay? Nintendo Classic Mini, sold out within days. Yeah. Nintendo Switch, sold out within days. Now, come on. Come on now. I think they're purposely, like, minimum having, like, a fairly small number of figures to make them sell out so they can go, holy shit, guys, look, it's already sold out. You really want one of these? Really thinking like, like a GM. I think no, it's a load of hype <laughs> bollocks. Uh, I think there were quite a lot of, like arranged for first wave and they've 
sold out that quickly. Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't make sense. If the demand's there and you haven't got the product, you're losing yep. out. Well, you are essentially But how much are demand. you losing out if you... you they exactly. are stoking the demand. The people yeah. that have got the first lot are basically going to go, Oh my God, this is the tits! It's like, yeah, sure, it's just your tablet. You just got a controller on it. Congratulations, what the fuck do? But after that, um, yeah, once everybody realises they can get it for considerably less than 180 quid... You know, a, 280. Yeah, wait until I get round to the second year and everybody's tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the PlayStation I mean, 4. I mean, to be fair, I don't. I, I think the price for it is, is reasonable for a console. I think, you know, and I think the cool thing about it, I think there are some cool things about it. It's easy to kind of shit on it. Yeah. But there are, there are some cool things about it. You know, if, if I you, really you know, like you, the idea of it. I, I'd yeah, like I mean, you can one, play but... it anywhere. You can play. You can you can meet up with a friend who has who, who has the console, and you can connect them up and play Mario Kart. Uh, and, you know, do yeah, whatever. You can play I with your think, friends. You can connect the... up to eight of them yeah, you together. Can play with your friends on the school bus. Yip the fucking skip. Four hundred quid toy goes yeah, but... missing. Fast as you like. <laughs> well, I mean, I did think that was going to be a problem. Take I insurance mean, I think, out on it. I think the thing with it. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It depends. I, I think I think this console is either going to do really well or I've gone to the Guardian. I mean, yeah, okay. the, the Guardian yeah. is saying right now, yeah, we, we're confident in purchasing a PS Vita. Oh, hang on a minute. You must have been amongst the first. I mean, listen, I've got a crate of 500, right? And I'm just waiting. Now that they've actually got them all sorted out, I'm just going to sell them for 400 quid a pop. I'll make a ton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think... I th I think the Switch has got some good things about it. Yeah. I I think I think it will go down with certain people really well. I mean, again, this isn't aimed at you, Ferg. It's not aimed at me either. I mean, I would like to play the new Zelda, but you know what? I've got a Wii U, and I don't really give a shit about buying a Switch to play a game I can play on the Wii U. Don't care. Yeah. Means nothing to me. I've already got Mario Kart 8, and I think it looks like they're going to make Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the, yeah, the Nintendo Switch. So I don't care. Like I've got the games I want. And I'll be able to play the new Zelda. Doesn't mean shit to me. And yeah, the Switch looks quite cool. But again, it's not aimed at me. It's aimed at it's aimed at a younger generation. <laughs> and it's aimed at And it's not well, it is, yeah, I mean, you're right. yeah. it really is. And it's not boomerang shaped. You know, for when they have a hitty fit and no, throw the it at the wall, instead of hitting the wall, it comes back and hits them in the head. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard. No, but you know that like no, but like for a fact like Rami, right, your kids yeah. are going to want this console. Yeah, they are. But They're just so going to want it. I, I want it. Yeah, yeah, and I it's a nice thing to play with the kids moment, with, right? So. But it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's such, like, if I had kids, I'd want to get the next Nintendo console, because you can actually, you know, if your kids are quite young, you can get them playing a game, you can, like, have a yeah. fun game with them and get them into gaming through Nintendo. It's a great gateway kind of form of, <laughs> it's like... It's a gateway yeah. game. Ga ga Game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it's Gateway console. I mean, uh, yeah. Actually, Gareth, well, I, mean, I mean, I started on Nintendo as a kid. I didn't. Like, Gareth, I mean, are, are you are you a Nintendo fan? Do you do? I have Nintendo products. Do yes. you are you going to frequent this <laughs> the Switch? <laughs> the yes. Switch. I'm tempted to. That's really yeah. interesting to hear you say that. Like. Because you and Rami, who are the, 
you, you know, I mean, you're similar to me. I mean, I can see you guys tempted with the Wii U, yeah, but you definitely. guys seem more keen on the Switch, which I find I find interesting. I, I like the idea of uh, the fact it you can put it in your dock, play it on your TV, and you can lift it out and keep playing your game. I like the idea of that. Um, I, I imagine it's great, especially for uh, people with partners and the the partner comes home they've been playing it on the TV and it's like oh no I've got to watch my soaps now so uh, yeah. you'd have to stop playing your game that just lift it out put the controllers back on the side of the game screen and, and, and ignore you your family like you should do yeah yeah entirely yeah but who really wants to interact with their family that's what <laughs> social workers have been asking all the time and I just got it <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. But uh, some some facts that are interesting and I think will help inform people's decisions. Like I've looked into this a fair bit. Um, the actual battery life of the thing, and it does say it on Nintendo's marketing, etc. It's anywhere from two and a half hours to about six and a half. <laughs> That's not a good. Yeah, you. It's, it's not much, Bring is it? I mean, Zelda, they've turned around and said, three hours. Um, yeah, and, it's, you'll get and if your kids aren't actually Zelda. that good at charging the batteries, expect to buy new packs and, uh, yeah. The... Well, they'll, they'll have to sit next to an outlet and plug it in. Well, yes. You know what the kicker will be? You know what the kicker will be? Yeah. It's alright, guys, we've come up with this great idea. Pay only £70 and get an extra battery pack. Yeah. God damn well, you, Nintendo! And already oh, the peripherals are pretty expensive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the I think another point is the controllers. What is going on with that? Like 70, well, 70, 80 quid for a controller? Two. Yes, but one controller is technically two controllers. Yeah, yeah. but you know, like... But then, if you want, mm, like, the cradle thing to put the controllers on, that's 27 quid. Accessorization, oh. get used to it. You want, it, it's... Keeping in mind so, that consoles aren't just consoles for gaming. They're a multimedia platform. Imagine the amount of other applications for bo both devices. No, you've just brought up another point as well, because you're talking about, specifically when you're talking about consoles there, you're talking about Xbox and PlayStation, yes. They have a really good online side of it. You can watch Netflix on it. You can do all yeah. sorts. I, I big bugbear with the the Switch is it does the same stupid thing that the Wii U did, which is, oh, guess what, guys? We only have 32 gigabytes of space. So yeah. You, you know, and and if you want to, if you want to install any other games, okay, you can fork out a load of money for an SD little card thing. Yeah. But do you know what the problem is with SD cards running games? They tend to break very, very, very quickly. Like. It's oh. not a good way to store games on a on a little mini SD card. Like they will get ragged, and they, your files will get corrupted, and they yeah, will stop keep, working after about keep six months. Keep them in the fridge, year. like in a glass of lemonade. It's it, yeah. It's <laughs> no, but the the thing is, they're moving so far. Like I I'm up for going back to cartridges. I think that's yeah. cool, Nintendo. That's cool and that's classic. But you know what? The fact of the matter is. Most people buy online now, like yeah. you know, and and the Nintendo store even now is crap. Like, 
make do some deals, do some offers. Why Xbox should like, they? PlayStation has 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 January sales. Like I'm sure Xbox does. Yeah. Like they, you you at least get a sense of they mildly appreciate <laughs> their customers, or at least attempt to provide you with. Nah, man, they, 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 they at least attempt to provide you with some kind of deal oh. and benefit. And and Nintendo want to charge you charge you a fee to go online. Now they better what? have a good online um, service. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Microsoft part. and PlayStation have been doing it for the last three years. Five hundred pound handheld console thievable item, and then let me charge you an extra god knows how much for a subscription. Thanks, folks. You've sold it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of issues with it, in my opinion. I think it probably will be successful because, again, you look at the Wii. Suckers. <laughs> yeah. No, because but you're, again, the casual market. No, but the casual market again. It's like yeah. mobile. Like, I mean, I mean, look at Japan. In Japan, like uh, Japanese sort of um, games on on consoles are like. At an all-time low. Like most people in Japan play mobile games, they don't play. Yeah, but that's consoles. Japan. You know, what about over here? Well, it is we... Japan, but I'd say the majority. I'd say the majority of people probably are more likely to play mobile games than than even console games in the UK. I don't agree. Have you? I, I mean, the amount of times people pull out this whole figure out their ass that oh, fifty percent of gamers are women. Well, yeah, they are, but you know what? They generally play mobile games. Like, they, yeah. it, it, it's it's not like yes, they play Farmville on their their phone. Like, Constantly. I mean, You're... yeah, or <laughs> can, Candy Crush or whatever yeah. it is. Like, the amount of invites I get to can, Candy Crush on a daily basis, and I I really really it's delete just a people demographic. on Facebook for sending me I mean, this constantly. Ask yourself the same question, but if those but women were like forty market, years though. older, and do you think the same demographic will be wasting their time with Candy Crush Saga? Well, the kind of people that keep inviting me to play Candy Crush are generally 40 to 50 years old. Hang on, so how many 40 to 50-year-old women do you actually know, Steph? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to I know? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do plenty. I, I have friends from all, like, all across the generations. Right. Um, <laughs> right. Um. So your career as a gigolo is going well then, Steph? I am minted, my friend. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so we got that. Up. I get more money for dress up, though. I seriously think it's me. Yeah. So the the other thing with the switch, if you do, if you are getting it for Breath of the Wild, it will take up half of the console's memory, which, as Steph has mentioned, is thirty-two gig. Yes, sixteen gig. Breath of the Wild will use. I mean, let, let, what, what I would recommend to anyone is if you want to get a Switch, wait a couple of years till some games come out. If you're desperate to play Nintendo games, get let a the Wii Switch U come when out. They drop the yeah, price. Wii U will be super cheap. That's you can what get I'm Mario Kart 8 on it. You know, you'll be able to get the new Zelda on it. You'll be able to get all the decent games coming out on the Wii U. That like the the best games that will be coming out on the Wii U uh, 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 on the what do you call it? The, you'll, be, you'll be able to get the best games coming out on the Switch over the next two years. Probably you can you can get them on the Wii U, which will be cheaper. The games will cost less, and the console will cost half the price. Like, holy moly! Yeah, this is a great thing for Wii U players. Like, like this is what I'm thinking. Also, all my Wii controllers will work on the Wii U. Uh, if they're Wii, the Wii Plus motes. Yeah, I upgraded. Oh, nice. <laughs> 
yeah, you should be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, it is, it is, it is a bit silly. I mean, I, I don't know. Again, you, you don't know with these things. I mean, Nintendo, the Nintendo Wii completely pulled it out the bag. Like they yeah. captured the casual market. They did the whole fitness thing that pulled in um, middle-aged women to to buy it for the Wii Fit. My mum included, you know, like who doesn't like computers or consoles. So, you know, it's amazing the demographic that they caught with yeah. the Wii. Amazing. Absolutely. I mean, my family members were all over the Wii and used it once and never used it again. Um, you know, it, it was astounding. Um, it meant I got a free console. Um, Hooray! Yeah, nice. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, so I would never count Nintendo out. I think... I think this is a bit. This console is a bit like the Wii U, but it's yeah. got a lot more functionality. Like the Wii U had the, the same thing, you know. You have your controller that's a screen, and you can play on it and put something on the TV and continue playing on the little mini screen. Like they kind of already did this, but well, the advantage is it's a much bigger screen than this one. What do you mean? What the, the Wii U? No, the, the Switch. Switch uh, yeah, I mean, well, how big you know, is also, the screen on this? Yeah, but also you can transport it around, right? You know, so it it is it is better. I'm not yeah, saying it's not better, but I'm saying probably that say at least ten inches. They've refined it, if you know what I mean. It, yeah, to the switch. It's like again, a hybrid between the Wii and the Wii U, almost. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know if it's going to catch on. I mean, I am very skeptical. I mean, it's not something that I am particularly hyped about. No, I, the, I think it's going to go down really well. I mean, uh, my problem with it is, like, the the only games I really play for Nintendo are, like, Zelda and Mario Kart, right? Yeah. They're going to redo Mario Kart 8, which will probably look pretty much the same graphically. There's yeah. going to be Zelda, which will look slightly better graphically, but they only release Zelda, like, once every seven years, so when... I might as well get it on the Wii U and wait for the next console to come out after the Switch. Because the next Zelda will probably come out on the next Nintendo console and also on the Switch. <laughs> yeah. So what's the point? Like, I. Yeah, I don't but know, you it's... own a, If you didn't own the Wii U, which would you then buy, the Wii U or the Switch? Well, I'm potentially going into a different job soon and going to be back on minimum wage. So I would, if I had the money at the time to buy a console, I'd buy a Wii U. Um. I, I am hoping they do massively slash the price of the Wii U. They will. I'm, I'm so sure. hoping they do. I'm sure. I mean, I I don't know. It's it's a weird situation. I it really. I mean, the Wii U is actually still quite cheap. Let's have a look. 170 quid for a Wii U with Mario Kart. <coughs> That's, That's the screen good. to 720p. That's good high res. Yeah, yeah, it's high definition, effectively. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But that looks say, really I, I small. I think it'll be a nice shiny piece of kit. If I had the money, I'd get one. But I probably won't, so... <laughs> yeah. I'll pass. <laughs> Dead, will you switch? Oh. I don't know, it depends on if I've got the money at the time. I mean, I suppose the cool thing about it is if everyone picked it up, it would it would give you more of a reason to get it, right? Because yeah, the more you people know, you know it, that have it, 
And I, I think they are focusing on this idea of kind of lanning stuff up so yeah. you can meet up with your friends and play anywhere and all that stuff. I mean, I think that's kind of cool. I I don't know. With, I, with the table mode. Cool. Yeah. It's got a little stand that comes out so you can like put it on the table in front of you. I mean, it... And your mates can do the same with theirs. I mean, it could be pretty cool. I, I mean, it's, I, I know, like the idea of it. Yeah, I mean, it just depends if it... I, I don't know. It really depends if it kicks off. I'm so so torn on, on whether it's actually going to be a success or not, really. I mean, it's getting majorly hyped in the media, but whether or not, you know, that's all... Well, not, it'll uh, di- it, you know what? It's a st- it's yeah, a definite sorry, go on, Gareth. I was going to say, it's a definite step towards more powerful mobile gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. I mean, it's... Okay, yeah, I think suppose. about it. It's, it's just like VR. Well, it, I'm thinking of it mm-hmm. along the lines of it's trying to follow the same uh, same idea as having uh, a technical... Uh, like Pokemon Go, but with a handheld. It's trying to rekindle what the Game Boy once yeah. had. If this works, well done, Nintendo. You're going to be set up for years to come. If it doesn't, then, well, I suspect they're already expecting that. Just because it's a hell of a but risk. the 3DS is really successful. I mean, I mean the... one thing you could see in the future is possibly a Switch app. And literally, you download the Switch app on your phone, and then you go and buy one pair of these controllers, hook them up to your phone, and then you can play it just on your phone. Maybe it'll access your library stored online of the games you've bought. Yeah. And then you you don't need the the screen. They can sell loads of the controllers. And then would you pay for the subscription to the service? Yeah, but it's Nintendo. They're they're not that advanced. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I don't mean to be Ow. mean. I don't mean to be mean, but like they're so behind like Xbox and PlayStation. Like so their their internet store on on the Wii U and the 3DS is like bloody the year 2000 quality you know it takes it's so hard to buy a game on that store with my internet connection which is one gigabyte a second like my internet connection is the best in the UK it's sick as fuck and like (laughs) I'm, I'm not trying to boast but I'm just proving a point here that it's just it it like it's just designed so so badly like software wise to even buy a game online on a bloody machine that only has 32 gigabytes space. <laughs> what are they thinking? And that's on the Wii U. Yeah, the yeah. need for a micro is going to make your life miserable. It's it's yeah. appalling. Like what? What are well, they you're going to end up having to walk around with a pocket full of SD cards with like which games you actually want to have on there at easy dispense. I mean, yeah. But it's so especially stupid. when each game's taking up half of well 16 gig yeah, game. But you know, I think I think what I don't understand as well is it's like, I I you know I value the fact that they want to go back to cartridges, but the fact of the matter is, most people, it's sad fact to say, a lot of people do not go to game shops what? anymore. Like I don't, they don't. I mean I I, at Ferg, I reckon you buy most of well, your games off Steam. Well, of course I buy I, offline. Yeah, I live like, in the middle I, of nowhere. There's no I, computer game shops I near mean, me. I mean I'll buy. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'd rather buy stuff off Amazon because it's cheaper, but I generally buy games digitally because, you know, it's easier. I'll buy on PC, and, sure, but know, at the end of the day, if I, if I pop into Newcastle, Granger Games is never empty. Yeah, maybe, well, maybe they are still busy, I don't know. They're not CEX is doing alright. Game seems to be doing just fine. <laughs> well, we've only got game nowadays, haven't we? I mean, CEX is a trading store, and game uh, joined up with with game game. Was it Game Station? They they merged, but like we only have one games distributor in the UK now, don't we? Like yeah. that actually one high street retailer, games. really. Well, it was, yeah, one high yeah. street. Specialist. Yeah, but you've still got yeah. plenty of smaller stalls. I mean, hang on, does chip get the odd now? Does chip still exist? I could have sworn I'd seen a chip What's in chip? Gisborough not that long, maybe a while now. Electronics boutique, man. Yeah, well. EV went ages ago. That was that. Yeah, they died the death. Oh, fair, fair while ago. They effectively I mean, I became game. Really I thought. One, I I think there's only really one retailer in the UK, and that's game. And I mean, hopefully, game can survive because I think it's good having a high street shop where you can buy games. But it's yeah. it's hard. Like it's it's, you know, we live in a digital world. A lot of people buy stuff online. It's yeah. really well, really normal to kind of alienate people still that want physical. physical it's rough all yeah. over. <laughs> there there is still a large community of people who would rather ha have the physical than the digital. There are, but because they can't they can't trade in the digital. Yeah. That's the thing. I, when they're finished with the games, they can't get rid of them. I I get that, but I would have thought that digital sales are probably higher than physical ones. I might well, be wrong. Uh, I might be wrong. Physical is still sorry. Go ahead. Outweighs digital, I think. Do well, they? The way okay. you're... because people sorry, want to... sorry, people want to be able to trade the stuff in when they're finished with it. A digital product has no redeemable value after it's been used. No. I mean, the the one thing I'm kind of waiting. But how long do you think it'll be before Microsoft works out a way to change that? There has been talk of them changing it so that you can uh, effectively return digital products uh, for some for, for a trade-in value. Trade-in value, yeah. Which for Microsoft is a license to print money because yeah, they make the game once, they put that file there, and then every time someone buys it, they copy it. Yeah. There you go. You have a copy of this one file we've made. Exactly. And they keep doing that until there are thousands of them, and then they trade them all back in at no extra cost. You see, this yeah. is the one thing I still don't understand with regards to Sony and Microsoft on this element, because maybe they should be trying to take a leaf out of Apple's book for a change. I know I'm about to say this, but why don't you have <laughs> a Microsoft-specific store or a Sony-specific store that only deal with their games? And, just as a throw-out there, because let's be honest, you really want to sell the title exclusively, why don't you do it to your own shop? Yeah, right. Break that one in half. Would I'm, that really I'm, cost I'm so sure much? That they, I'm, pretty sure Sony, I'm pretty sure Sony do kind of highlight their own shit. Yeah, like, everybody no else's Sky got stores, a lot of publicity on. HMV, yeah. you know, everywhere else. Why don't you actually have a Sony store where you can actually go and buy their games and their equipment and all the rest of it? Why don't they do that? Mm, good question. But they've never had to worry about it online. There was a Sony store I just don't think there's demand for it, though. You've got like, a PlayStation. Of course there's to... fucking demand for it. I wouldn't go to a wouldn't PlayStation you? store. If there was an exclusive no, PlayStation title, you wouldn't go to a PlayStation store. 
Well, will it be cheaper for No, it would be no cheaper, don't be silly. Well, why would I Why would I go to an exclusive PlayStation store? You can't, can get you it can elsewhere. only I'm get it in the PlayStation store. Well, that's Until retarded. somebody's played it and finished it. Yeah, and it but in they game. can't. Oh, yeah. Well, they, maybe they could, <laughs> but what happens if they simply, you know, the only way you can actually get money for it is that they have to take it back to the Stony PlayStation store. What if there's software in there that prevents it from being used by anybody else until they've had a crack at it? Just saying. I think they're just of the mind that really the way it's all going is everything's going to be streamed and you're not yeah. going to need a machine. Like, well, I don't I mean, think they really care about kind of existing models or trying to expand existing models. I think they're interested in... like, And, and this is where Nintendo are kind of really shooting themselves in the foot. Like... The future is honestly going to be based on streaming. It's going to be based on the internet. You know, it is going to be having virtual machines set up on servers. Like, it's that's where the future is. Like, that's where it's but, all going. You know, it's PlayStation and Xbox in the future are going to be online streaming services. They're not going to be consoles. Well, that's murdered Nintendo Switch. I'll <laughs> 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 also be quite a way off because they need to work on the infrastructure of the internet in the UK yeah. to start. I'd say it's 10-20 years off probably, but probably 10 maybe. But maybe NVIDIA maybe more, but have just announced their service there you haven't go. they? Mm -hmm. There you go that's a and big one. It's going to be free uh, there is a free option for it literally just log into it and, and play it um, and you can upload your copies of your game to your library so you can pick and choose what games you want uh, and upload your own games so you don't just have to go where other streaming services failed in the past is the content was just terrible um, like That's online crazy. but this you can upload your own library oh yeah and you can play Steam via it can't you yeah like on your TV like exactly it's it's crazy, isn't it? Because I, I noticed recently, because my parents got a smart TV, um, and I saw PlayStation Now turn up on it, so I could potentially play PlayStation Now yeah, on, just via your on a TV. Like, oh. it's crazy. Yeah, it's all changing. One to watch. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, we should probably end. Yes. And what? So, end this palaver, this craziness, this strange, unique world in which we live. Press the big red button. Yeah, do the yes. wrap-up, Steph. So, thank you for listening to The Wonky Gamer, my friends. We shall be back in an episode in the near future. Goodbye from me, Monsieur Le Stefan. Goodbye from everyone else. Later. Bye. Take it easy. Good luck. Have fun. Bye bye.